December 1st. And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will be from the book of 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. And we'll see here that in Jesus Christ, you have an advocate representing you before God's throne. When you sin, confess it to him and receive his faithful forgiveness. In him, you also have an example, and you should walk just as he walked. Ask the indwelling Holy Spirit to make you more like Jesus Christ and saturate yourself with his life as you read the Gospels. From Jesus Christ, you have a commandment to love God's people. The Father gave this commandment to Israel and the Son to His disciples, and the Spirit enables us to obey it. You see, because of Jesus Christ, you have a family. The members are at different stages of spiritual development, but all can receive the Word and grow. How wonderful it is when the little children become young men and then fathers. You also have some enemies, the world and the false teachers. Christians who love the world lose the enjoyment of the Father's love and the desire to do His will. We overcome the world with God's love and the liars with God's truth. And then, of course, you have a wonderful hope, a sure and steadfast hope, the coming of Jesus Christ. So abide in Him so you'll not be ashamed when He comes. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. December 1st, 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. My dear children, I, John, am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if you do sin, there is someone to plead for you before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who pleases God completely. He is the sacrifice for our sins. He takes away not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And how can we be sure that we belong to Him? By obeying His commandments. If someone says, I belong to God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and does not live in the truth. But those who obey God's Word really do love Him. That is the way to know whether or not we live in Him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Christ did. Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment, for it is an old one you have always had, right from the beginning. This commandment, to love one another, is the same message you heard before, yet it is also new. This commandment is true in Christ and is true among you, because the darkness is disappearing and the true light is already shining. If anyone says, I am living in the light, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves other Christians is living in the light and does not cause anyone to stumble. Anyone who hates a Christian brother or sister is living and walking in darkness. Such a person is lost, having been blinded by the darkness. I am writing to you, my dear children, because your sins have been forgiven because of Jesus. I am writing to you who are mature, because you know Christ, the one who is from the beginning. I am writing to you who are young, because you have won your battle with Satan. 
I have written to you, children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you who are mature, because you know Christ, the one who is from the beginning. I have written to you who are young, because you are strong with God's word living in your hearts, and you have won your battle with Satan. Stop loving this evil world and all that it offers you. For when you love the world, you show that you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only the lust for physical pleasure, the lust for everything we see, and pride in our possessions. These are not from the Father. They are from this evil world. And this world is fading away, along with everything it craves. But if you do the will of God, you will live forever. Hosea chapter 3, verse 1. Then the Lord said to me, Go again, Hosea. What? Go find her. Love this woman who's loved by a lover and is right now committing adultery. Go find her, Hosea. Go find her. Look what's after the comma. Just like the love of the Lord for Israel. I love her. Now where it says Israel, it means Israel, but it also prophetically speaks of God's love for the whole world. Go find her again. This, this is like my love for the children of Israel who look to other gods and love the raisin cakes of the pagans. In other words, they like the things that society stuff possessions that the world offers. They're trying to find love and meaning and purpose in that. Go, go, go find her. Boy, that must have been a heart-wrenching process. As you go looking for your wife, who was a former prostitute, who's now back into prostitution, where do you go looking for her, friends? How messy is that search? How painful is that pursuit? As he walks the streets, streets, everyone says you don't go to those neighborhoods. Men of God should never be seen in those places and buildings. But here's Hosea looking for who? His wife of all people. Going on in verse 2, he continues to write, So I bought her. I bought her for myself for 15 shekels of silver and one and one half homers of barley. Wait, 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 wait. She's your wife, Hosea. She's already yours. What was the scene like as Gomer's back in the sex slave industry? What are the chances? Does Gomer find her on some pedestal somewhere, chained and shackled, naked, being sold to the highest bidder? Hosea there sees his wife, the mother of their three children, and Hosea looks at her and says, excuse me, sir, that's my wife. He goes, sir, I don't care who you think she is. This is her price. But I, what's the price? And he pays for what is already his. The Bible says, I hope you understand, Hosea is a picture of God, and no offense, you and I are a picture of Gomer. 
The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Mankind is the unique possession of the Creator God. And yet, 2,000 years ago, he paid a dear price. He paid for what he already possessed. And he sent his son who spilled his blood to purchase back what he already owned. How much? Hosea gets the money. What was that exchange like when Hosea looked in the eyes of his wife? No doubt she hung her head in embarrassment. He's found me. I've abandoned him. I've abandoned our three kids. And yet he insists on buying me. Buying me. These other men sought to buy her, to use her. Hosea seeks to buy her, to heal her. It says in verse 4, for the children of Israel shall abide. Now, now this is where Hosea shifts in and he starts speaking prophetically. This is, this is really no longer about him and Gomer. It's about something that is to come. It's about something bigger. In verse 5. Afterward, afterward, there's going to come a season. He didn't know it would be 750 years, but it would. There would be no king. It would be difficult. It would be unclear. It would be challenging. But then the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God. And David, their king. And then notice what it says. They shall fear the Lord. Now, Israel and Judah knew how, what it was to fear the Lord. And by fear, I mean terror. Under the old system of relating to God, there was terror. Terror. Because God, they were unable to keep his commands, the Ten Commandments. And there was judgment and there was wrath. But there will come a day, he prophesies. There will come a Messiah, and he will finally satisfy and appease the wrath of God. And the fear of the Lord in those days will be in awe of his goodness in the latter days. (laughs) The fear of the people will not be of terror. It will be in awe of his graciousness towards humanity. Hosea just bought Gomer even though she was already his. This is the picture of the gospel. Salvation completes the work in spite of her sins, in spite of her doings, in spite of running away. And then he stands and says, and there will come a day a King David will rise. And in those days they will fear his goodness. These are the days that we live in our Hosea has come salvation has come and he found you and he found me and he had to walk to the most despicable places and he had to uh, uh, communicate and, and be around sinful broken humanity don't you see as Hosea searched for his wife so Jesus came searching for the salvation of humanity And by the way, when God found you, you were not so neat and nice and put together. You were in chains and you were naked and you were sinful and so was I. And our gracious God said, how much? How 
much the blood of your son for then and only then can they, humanity, advert the wrath and justice that is rightfully on their heads. Very well. Very well. I'll send my son. Psalm 120, verses 1 through 7. We'll read about deliverance. The familiar rhyme, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me, Well, it's just not always true, is it? Words can hurt us, and the psalmist felt them keenly. Only God can deliver you from the lies and their destructive power, and only God can judge the liars. Just be sure you are valiant for the truth in your own life. And we'll read about endurance. God did not change the psalmist's circumstances. He had to remain among people who hated him and lied about him. But God gave him the endurance he needed to be faithful under pressure. Well, that is something to pray for, faithful under pressure. God can easily change your circumstances, but he needs your help if he is to change you. Before God gives deliverance, he first must give endurance. Psalm 120, verses 1 through 7, a song for the ascent to Jerusalem. I took my troubles to the Lord. I cried out to Him, and He answered my prayer. Rescue me, O Lord, from liars and from all deceitful people. O deceptive tongue, what will God do to you? How will He increase your punishment? You will be pierced with sharp arrows and burned with glowing coals. How I suffer among these scoundrels of Meshach! It pains me to live with these people from Kedar. I am tired of living here among people who hate peace. As for me, I am for peace. But when I speak, they are for war. Proverbs chapter 28, verses 25 and 26. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Trusting oneself is foolish. But those who walk in wisdom are safe. Psalm 